0: The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen
1: Mulch. Yes, and I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And oh my goodness, we're so thrilled. With you all on our AI Today podcast, you know, we're one of the top two, three podcasts in the AI category. Thanks to you all because we'd just be talking to ourselves if it wasn't for you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for interacting with us. Thank you so much for telling us how much you've enjoyed our glossary series that we're in the midst of. Uh, And some of the other podcasts we've done, you've really enjoyed our failure series. We know that was very popular. Our use case series, our ethical and responsible AI series. We could see the downloads. We know you guys love that stuff. So, but you know, we don't want to be passive. So you tell us, just tell us, what you like tell us what you don't like tell us a term maybe we explained a term in the glossary series that you thought we should explain better or deeper or at some other level we could do we could come back there's no reason why we can't revisit the glossary series now of course if you're the first time listening to the AI today podcast you should know that we've been uh, going strong here for 5 years more than 5 years and hundreds of episodes and so uh, of course we have this glossary series that we're doing but you just heard we're doing we have so many other podcasts on this topic of AI and we don't run out of anything out of things to say. We don't have to go too complicated or too low level. So, you know, we're really focusing here on giving you all the proper understanding of AI so you can put AI uh to work for you today.
0: Exactly. So we have put together a very comprehensive AI glossary that we will link in the show notes. You can also find it at cognolytica.com. We wanted to do that because sometimes there's terms that are just confusing. There's really not good definitions out there that maybe they're too technical hard to understand, especially if you only need to know it at a high level. So that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to define these at a high level so you would have a better understanding. And we said, since we've done that, we might as well put together an AI glossary series to present it to our listeners so that you knew we put together the glossary and we could also help educate you. So on today's podcast, we're going to be going over a few terms that are grouped together and we thought presented nicely together. So that's CPU, GPU, TPU, and federated learning.
1: So let's start with CPU, because you all know what CPUs are. We don't need to define that. Maybe you're not. You got a computer. You're listening to us on a computer of some sort. Could be a phone. (laughs) Could be a desktop computer. Could be somewhere. We know that uh, you may or may not know that machine learning and what we're trying to do with artificial intelligence, a lot of what we're trying to do is do a lot of these mathematically intense calculations where we're trying to get these machine learning systems to learn something. We're going to give it data and these machine learning systems will take this data and try to create these models that represent its understanding of that data for a particular learning task. And then we're going to use that model in the real world. We're going to try to get it to generalize against data the model's never seen before. And hopefully perform well that's what the uh, that's what we're trying to do there's a lot of terms I just said there if you don't know what generalization is a machine learning model model training all that sort of stuff you should listen to our podcasts about that but you might think well wait a second uh, what what systems are actually do I need some specialized mysterious, uh, you know, hardware that, you know, some researcher has built somewhere to do it, or can I use just my whatever I've got off the shelf? And the answer is yes to both of those questions. So first of all, you can use an ordinary CPU, your, your current machine, general purpose hardware, to handle any of the processing tasks and instructions needed for machine learning, just as much as it can handle any of the processing instructions or operations for your computer to do anything, sending email, watching videos, listening to podcasts. And specifically in terms of machine learning and AI, general purpose CPUs can be used to train machine learning models and perform inference, which is the prediction phase, on machine learning models as general purpose processors. They're just not as efficient for doing highly mathematical tasks. It's not, that's not what they're built for. They're built for general computing uh, instructions. So we real One of the biggest innovations in neural nets, especially deep learning neural networks, which we explained in another podcast, is that we have these mathematical techniques that allow us to build these neural nets faster. We can get to convergence faster, use more sophisticated mathematical techniques, but also more sophisticated networks, which means that these networks are bigger, have more layers. These layers are more complicated. We're asking them to do more things. So a general purpose CPU tends to, well, uh, sort of wheeze and cough. You know, when you ask it just to constantly crunch on numbers. Now, fortunately, we have a more specific kind of hardware called the graphical processing unit, the GPU, which is a specific specialized piece of computer hardware that is optimized for computationally intensive tasks. Now they've been used. The reason why they're called graphical processing units is because it used to, well, it still is one of the most uh, comput- computationally intensive tasks. There's rendering video and rendering, you know, animations and rendering calculations for you know 3D images. And especially when you're playing games, where the game is, you know, you you shoot someone, this thing's got to like move around the screen. It, it's not like pre-recorded video. The computer has to figure things out on the fly. So the computer like wheezes and coughs if you don't have some specialized hardware. People realize, hey, give me some GPUs these uh you know expensive little cards and other things where i can optimize it and it'll it'll make my game faster or maybe i can do cryptocurrency which is also mathematically intense faster But specifically for machine learning, is the uh, mathematical operations. And we really needed GPUs to make deep learning a reality. Without GPUs, it just would have taken so long to do these tasks that we may not have had these innovations. And the fact that we can get constant innovation over and over and over so quickly, in part, is not just due to great algorithms and lots of data and better techniques, but also these GPUs, which are much more optimized to do the tasks for machine learning. Now, there are more specialized. Processor units that are even built not only just for generic math, which is a more specific task than generic computing, but even more specifically for just AI and machine learning. Um, uh, A while ago, Google built uh, their own specialized chipset called the Tensor Processing Unit, the TPUs, which is specifically optimized to speed up machine learning training and inference especially when using Google's TensorFlow, which is a particular library for building deep learning networks. Now, I explain TensorFlow at another time, but you should understand that if you just want to do machine learning model training and inference, there's even more specialized hardware. And there's other chips that are out there people are building to do very specific kinds of AI and machine learning. So this is kind of a way of speeding up the training time, speeding up the inference time, and just speeding things up. But we have some other approaches we can use not only to speed things up, but maybe divide up training and some some more complicated ways.
0: Exactly. So maybe you have heard of the term federated learning. You're like, what is this all about? So it's also known as collaborative learning. And it's a machine learning technique where a model is trained across multiple decentralized devices or servers, keeping local data sets without the need to exchange or share this data. So, you know, as you can imagine, it allows other groups to use data and to train their systems without having to share that data, which helps overcome certain challenges related to data sharing, data governance, data privacy, data security, uh, which can be incredibly beneficial, especially for different applications that you're doing. So if you think about this, you know, applications, for federated learning, are really focused around areas that might need that data privacy, data security, such as defense or telecommunications, IoT, finance, and pharmaceuticals as well.
1: Yeah, so hopefully this give you a good overview of uh, these concepts. I mean, um, you know, obviously you need to understand at a high level, and uh, you know, giving you this understanding will help you figure out how to optimize your processes for building, and training, and using machine learning models.
0: Exactly. But understanding these terms at a high level is one thing, but knowing how to put them into practice is another. And that is where, you know, we are big advocates of doing AI right, learning from others, and also adopting best practices and methodologies for doing AI right. So at Cognolytica and AI Today, we are advocates of CPM AI methodology which is the Cognitive Project Management for AI Methodology. For our AI Today listeners, we've put together a free intro to CPM AI course so that you can check it out, learn about it, Um, You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to register and sign up for the free course. And then if you're interested in actually getting CPMAI certified, we encourage you to go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI, where you can sign up to take the training. And at the end of that very comprehensive training, you will actually get your certification. You'll become CPMAI certified. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified. We've had some really great podcast interviews with folks who are CPMAI certified, and they're sharing how CPMAI has helped them better manage AI projects, help them better talk with different members of their teams. It's also helped enhance their career as well. Some folks that are CPMAI certified um, have been able to either increase their salaries or get you know, different jobs because of it. So if you're interested, I definitely encourage you to check it out. We would love to add you to our very uh, large and growing list of CPMAI certified individuals from around the globe now. We have a really great network and we would love to add you to that. So again, if you're interested, I will link to both of them in the show notes. You just have to click on the link or you can type the URL and get to the either free course or the uh, training and certification. And with that, we thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we'll catch you at another podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter, and more, please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group, and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also, subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes.
1: Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor.